In Dumeria, a land where adventuring is new, mysteries and curiosity await our dummies. So stick around to see what they will do. Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to yet another episode of Adventuring for Dummies. Can you believe we keep making these? My name is Gary Fee and I am the Dungeon Master and uh, yeah, I do other things I guess. Hi, I'm Dave McTighe and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Darby Galandry Flashgear. Sweet dreams are made of these. <laughs> that one's taken now, nobody else can take that. <laughs> Rewrite your intros guys, okay, continue. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave McEnroe and I'm playing Gwen Cobbleson, the Demi-Born Wizard, and she's going east. Go east. Da, 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 go east. Hi, I'm I'm David Sheeran. I'm playing Ivor Ironclad. Well rested and hungry for ad something. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. It's like so, Advent, Advent calendar. Oh, what? Advent <laughs> Just advertise by step. Yeah. Advertise. No. <laughs> uh, maybe. And I'm Billy Stewart, playing Stefan Shepard, human clerk barbarian, and his beloved pet goat, Ramsey. And turns out, if you ward it, they won't come. Uh, there you have we it. Field of Dreams reference for you there. Yes, good, sure. good, good. <laughs> sure, fair enough. I, I believe it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, already off the rails, so... I thought, it was a, I thought it was a Wayne's World quote, actually. One could be referencing the yeah. other as well. So yeah. it could just be a circle of references. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And yeah, I'll leave it there. Um, so yes, we will kick off with the recap and then get back into the story. So, meddling. Yell came from outside Rosegear Manor as the gang were attempting to have dinner together. The gang investigated and found three guards arresting a man. Being suspect of this encounter, they looked a little further. Barbie investigated to see that the captain was malfunctioning. The gang all followed the guards and the man back to the barracks to defuse the situation. With some quick thinking by Ivar to bind the captain, Darby was able to subdue the malfunctioning automaton. Extra time was given to them by the excellent lies of... Oop, no, can I say that one again? Because <laughs> it was so untrue, I have to say again. Yeah. Uh, extra time it, is I'm given. Sorry, to... I'm sorry to interrupt, but like it just reminded me of the wickedly talented. <laughs> wickedly. <laughs> just the way you said excellent, I was like, wickedly. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, that's the day it now. Adele Dazeem! Adele Dazeem! And with the wickedly oh. talented lies of Ivar, uh, not Ivar, see now you're confusing me. <laughs> I'm sorry. With the um, I can't now. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Stefan and Gwen lied, everybody, and it helped everybody else get time. Um, eventually, uh, the barracks engineer claimed the guard back and thanked everyone for their help. The man who was arrested was released, and they continued with their dinner. Gwen filled Darby in over dinner about her dream. Skeptic as ever, Darby was unsure what to believe. The rest did convince him that they must act sooner rather than later and made a plan to head out exploring in the morning. Ivar, Stefan and Gwen got Gwen some dream warding 
pamphlets at Dimwit and kept watch over each other throughout the night to see if anything bad happened. Darby, being a responsible vice envoy, reported the malfunction to his father, while at the same time got a new errand on his to-do list from his mother. All the gang got a nice peaceful rest, ready for the next day of adventure. Uh, that is where we pick up. Um, everybody yawning and stretching and... Actually, uh, now I'm yawning. I just made myself yawn. You said the word yawn, it happened. Yes. Actually, do elves yawn? Yeah. Question of the day. Um, get tired, I guess. But yeah. Anyway, yawning is weird. Everybody wakes up. What is the plan for the morning? Eat food and go. Yeah. Cool. Ivor, it... Ivor is going for the, the full dwarvish breakfast. Just oh, yeah. get ready. Twice as many eggs. Mm. Yeah. Um, excellent. So yeah, are you all planning a meeting? Like, how, how are you going to sneak out? Oh, also, by the way, did anyone have any dreams? No? You all good? No, no dreams. Cool. No one fighting for their life in their sleep. Good. Okay. Well, maybe Darby did, but, you know, it might be a blessing. Fingers crossed he didn't. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure Hodgkins would have got us if anything happened, so. True. Yeah. I just, you know, it just, I mean, like, if it, it happened to him, then he can't deny it, you know? Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, We'll see. No. Also, put the fear of gods in him. It'd be good. Yeah. Coming up. Yeah, Darvill just get the shop kind of going and just tell Gimbal he's a few errands to run and whatnot and just give him a few things to work on. Gimbal is back yeah. working like on normal stuff now once his 12-speed gearbox project is done. So. Yeah, he actually, as you get up to open, he's actually already opened. He's got a nice 16-hour sleep. He's ready for the day. Um, he's like, yeah, I'll, sure, have a nice day off. Yeah, sure, I'll work away here now. That's fine. I'll, I'll get the boy to, 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 to some chains, some um, necklaces that one need fixing. So I'll get him to start working on those. The pocket watch. Yeah. Enjoy yourself now. Talk to you later. Very chipper this morning. <laughs> um, very responsible. Nice, nice, responsible. nice turn of events. Eh, it's once in a blue moon. He'll, be here. He'll, he'll find something else to obsess over tomorrow, and we'll be off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Once, once the big project <laughs> is done, he can he can actually do other stuff. It seems be a active member of society for a day or two. Um, while the yeah. others are getting breakfast, actually, I might run over to Claude and try and get a copy of their processes from B. Ah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's no problem at all. Uh, bees in the office good and early. Um, bees, a person that you can tell wakes um, with the sun and, and goes down with it as well. So as soon as the sun is up, she's working. Um, she goes, ah, good to see you, Stefan. Um, I can get those for you, no problem. Um, now, quick question. Do you want okay. the short version, the abridged version, the full version, or the complete director's cut? Oh, the complete director's cut, of course. Is there okay. any other real version? And have you a horse and cart with you available to carry it? Do you know, for now, I might take the abridged version and come back for the other version later, if that's okay. She opens she opens the file aside and she pulls out um, another phone book size, but much more manageable. that can hold it in one hand and hand you that. Thank you. And I put it into the binder. <laughs> You're 
<laughs> Such an interesting man, Stefan. Just likes reading protocols. Good on you. Well, how else do you figure out how to do things, I say? There you go. There you go. Well, yeah. happy reading. Talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Also, if you see that idiot, um, give him a kick in the shin for me. You'll know who it's from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Um, Bye. Yeah, you pick that up. And... Ramsey, will you remember to do the kick if I forget? Thank you. <laughs> and you can see that he's like, you know, yes. like scratching the ground, like sharpening his moves while he's getting ready for this kick. Nice. So yeah, any other last minute morning preparations? I'll take that as a no. Um, great. Oh, Not this time. How are you sneaking out of Gizmobrook? That's the question. Uh, um, oh, we, do we, we need to do just... much sneaking? Yeah, yeah, because it's um, like on the you know on on our little mapping, it's like just directly east. So if we were just like hanging, like, is there a way across the river from directly east or? Yeah, there's a way across the river. Um, but it's just like getting past the the you know perimeter. Is, mm. you know, are we not allowed to kind of just go wander down by the river like we did for the when the uh, oh, yeah, the orcs are there? there. And there's like a there's like a sanctioned area like a river bank that people go and picnic at and like camp at and like yeah you know the, there's no like oh we're going out to the woods the families go camping it's no we go to the other side the Laurel River which is a five minute walk away and we go camping there. Um, so at which point does it become unsanctioned? I guess maybe about sixty feet past the laurel, the other side. Oh, okay. All area, and mm. then it's fence. Then it's fence. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, if the orcs are still there, maybe they're not. We could just kind of go and pretend we're seeing them, and then go. Or yeah, they're in, they're in the laurel bank. Oh yeah, the orcs are still there. Yeah, so just like make look at like we're going to visit them kind of or whatever, and then blend and then just kind of sneak behind all of their stuff. Great. Um, we're uh, we're still going to do a group stealth check, but that is a very good idea. So I'm giving everyone advantage. And actually, the since the image at the crossroads is animal based, it might be to do with the wild mother. So the orcs might have some info on it. Oh yeah, good. To check. And they're not going to give. They're not really going to care if we're going to it or not, so yeah. Blonid loves the idea of us going and freaking <laughs> off. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> you want to go talk to Blonid and ask about the crossroads? Yeah. I may as well get some honey for the journey. Ooh, got an at 20! Thank yep. you, Advantage. Just for stealth, yeah? Yes. Stealth, yeah. Well, just, yeah, you can roll it now. 22. We'll, obviously, you're talking to Blonid before you head off, but we can... Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but just... Oh, yep. <laughs> That's what that was for. <laughs> Yes, I get to talk to Blonde with a natural 20. <laughs> uh, I got an 18. Nice. Solid. Ooh, thankfully I got a, a 19. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, just like I, I, I didn't roll with advantage either because, you know. Oh, yeah. Cancel out. Yeah. Uh, I got a 9 and Ramsey got a 15. With advantage, you got fine. a 9. Oh, with advantage, I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, nope, still got a knife. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> hey, look, it's fine. It's only one. Ramsey got okay. natural 20, though. <laughs> hey. 20 buddies. <laughs> yeah, Ramsey. Yeah. 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 You can go talk to Blonde. So, oh, um, uh, you lot, did, um, before we talk to our Orcish friends here, yeah. is any 
anything happened? Any spooks in the night? Uh, no, I think my warding or whatever happened and helped, maybe, or, you know, she's dead dead, so that's good. Good. Or, yeah, good. You didn't, you know, fight yourself. There wasn't a gun showdown. No. Good. Well, good. So should we do the wards every night, I guess, or? I suppose it couldn't hurt. Yeah, or like, I could, um, we could try the next night without it and see if it's any worse. And yeah. we do the smiley face one some night just to try it out. Uh, well, I could maybe improve upon this smiley face one or whatever, but uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Two boys really wishing that the smiley face one works. If I notice, I'll be like, oh yeah, nah. I, you know, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it, it's 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 fine. It just you know, uh, from a magical point of view. I want to make it great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not hurt the boys' feelings. <laughs> uh, yeah, all good. Go talk to Blana. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she, you find her pretty easily. She's, she stands out in all her gold regalia, all her um, beautiful, long, um, deep yellow and amber robes and her booming, commanding, but also welcoming voice as she greets and talks to everyone in the morning. Um, hello. Hello again. How are we all? Good. How are you? Mm. Good, good, good. Um, good to see you before we head off. We're making our last final preparations before heading out on the road again. Oh, I wish oh. we could have had some more time together. It's been such a busy few days. Yes, for for us also. It was, it was good to meet you, but I'm... I'm, I'm I, 100% certain this will not be the last. I hope so. Where Some, are you headed to next? Um, we're heading south. Um, oh. We got... You know the way sometimes the, I said the wild mother's winds guide us, and other times we get letters from people saying that they need some help. Oh. We're off down to Stonebreaker to help out mm. with some um, apple colonies down there. Oh, okay, good. I thought you, you were going to say something more intense than that. But apples are important, obviously, as well. Mm. It's just, that's where I'm from, so. <laughs> you got ah, worried sorry. for a second. Oh, would you say oh, it's mum and dad for me? That'd be lovely. If I meet them, absolutely. Uh, sure. Obviously, yeah. Fair. Um, some honey for the road? That'd be amazing, thank you. Yeah, and passes a jar to everyone, and even even to Ramsey. Um, you came from the east before, right? Um, not arriving here, but we've been east. Uh, we we were just uh, looking over some maps recently and noticed the uh, the fox, bear, wolf, and hare motif to the east. I just thought you might uh, know something about it. It is a, a pre-silence crossroads. Um, there are four inns there. Um, each inn dedicated, dedicated might be the wrong word, each inn named after a different animal. Maybe oh. at, at one time was a, a respite for travelers of, of the very old road. Um, but it is still a crossroads, has places to go past it. Yeah, cool. All right, okay, well, good. Uh, good to know. Interesting. These are in um, disrepair, of course. Um, yes, 
we have not entered them. They look a little dangerous, but still standing. Look a little dangerous? As in just uh, uh, like fall over danger or like is there stuff in them danger? Oh, like fall over danger. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's all right. I thought we are going to go anywhere near them or anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like me and Blanard have this like you know what I'm doing girl <laughs> <laughs> she's like again she's like the only person taller here than her is, is Stefan as well so she's kind of like got mm-hmm. a very like 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 looking down at you not in a I'm looking down at you kind of way but like looking down as in like I know what you're up to very like teacherly yeah. almost is there any of your froggy or um, hyena friends out that way just out of curiosity um the hyenas are a little more to the north okay they are usually and they usually keep to themselves these days or have have kind of territorial wars with wolves in the mountains um frog people are are uh, no it's it's too ground is too dry not marshy enough frog people are a little bit more towards prosperity to know yeah, and again, Gimmerbrook is like on the way to the Dwarfland, so it is actually quite dry. Um, it gets very like acrid in the summer, and like very, very kind of like Spain. It gets very like almost um, sandy and barren in like the mm. summertime, but obviously very verdant then in spring. Um, so yeah, you're oh. in like. Go on. No, no, go on ahead. Oh, that's pretty much it. Um, so Blonid, hypothetically, if we were gonna go somewhere uh would you and uh have any feels about afterwards where we'd go on from this crossroads area you know just oh, like, like the clock tower here that's a good idea that's not this way it's the other way so in an easterly direction but then after you go east where would you where would you think melora would want us to go i personally cannot speak for laura would yes. you like to maybe do a thing with me where we try and see what she wants me to do um, only you can ask those questions. Well, you know, but you could also ask as a, and, you know, Malorian. And she will let me know where I need to go. But if you, like, ask her real nicely where we need to go, and you're just going to help, like, you know, because you've got, like, a big, good connection with her, probably. She puts her hand on your shoulders, like, um, I cannot help you. I wish I could, but that is not how these things work. You don't blame me for trying, right? Absolutely not. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it so until we get there. Right. So this clock tower, ever see it? Um. Yes. It It's actually a part of a gnomish castle. Am I thinking? Um, oh. Oh, okay. We, other tribes, including ourselves, have camped against its buttresses in, in harsher weathers. Oh. But not going in. No. Okay. Cool. Feel that again. It's not. Just don't feel a need to. Oh yeah, of course not. But you know, just in case you add, just because of some storms or whatever. No, not not <clears throat> not that location at least. Cool. Okay. There's a very many of of things like that out there that people don't know about. Just the ones you're naming are just the ones in eyeshot from Gizmobrook, really. Oh, oh, actually, so hypothetically, once again, I know I'm more about the Abigail Ogles, but if I was to drop in in your head 
uh, and ask you a question, would that be like very annoying or okay? Or what, how would you feel about that? That uh, descending spell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as it's at appropriate times, unless an emergency, of course. Uh, it should be. I don't know why I would do it at an inappropriate time. That's not an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. We yeah. are the same in this. Nice. Good. Good to know. Anything else before you head off? Um, uh, do you have any recommendations for, I guess, following the ways of Melora or that? I'm thinking I should probably maintain my connection a bit more than I have been. It's all new to me, I'm afraid, so. That's fine. You have a strong base connection already. Trust your instincts. Trust in your friend there, Ramsey. He's got good instinct too. Trust in your friend. Alora's actions often come out, or intentions often come out in things happening around us, as well as inside us. So just be See? aware. See, around us. I'm going to point it out. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Uh, Ramsey, do the thing. Yeah, Ramsey trots up um, and gives a little shin kick to Darby. Oh. Dad, did, did God kick me? <laughs> yeah, it was a um, special request. They said you'd know why. They said you'd know why. Give me a kick in the shin. Ah. Uh, B? Yes. Hey, nice one. Look at you. Ding, ding, ding. Not getting your girlfriends confused. <laughs> yeah. But no, thank you for everything now. So, and yeah. safe travels ahead. Yeah, for sure. You also. Oh, no, I know you... you're not traveling anywhere. Safe travels. And if there's ever yes. anything we can do for you, please let us know. Exactly. And not, you know, can you uh, send back? Um, I'm, I'm not able. It's oh. not. Usually in my remit. Well, if anyone in the caravan or, you know, collection uh, can, you know, oh. do, let us know and we'll do our best. We have other ways of sending messages long distance. So there we go. Yep. Well, feel free because, you know, yep, you're great. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. High praise. Don't know if I deserve it, but it is excellent to meet you all as well. And as I said, safe journey. Now, if you don't mind, I must get back and help everybody packing up for the journey. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Cool. Gently ah, bows her head. See you again. Says Darby as he's scrubbing his chin. <laughs> <laughs> she turns around and goes, actually use some of the honey. It's good for bruising. Oh, very nice. Hmm. Okay. Where to now, boys and girls and rams? Uh, well, into the into the into the woods, uh, <laughs> into the unknown. Uh, yeah, How many I guess. Ago? Into the east. Ah, uh, actually, um, Ivor and Gwen. Mm -hmm. Remember mm -hmm. the, the power plant I was saying the automaton had the magicy thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, turns out it's some um, dwarven tech. Oh, maybe that's why they don't know how to you know keep it in good nick. Yeah, maybe that's why it's different. not working right. Yeah, not yeah, just because it's different, not because uh, they don't know what to do. 
Well, it's a very new thing. Apparently, these said automatons passed quality control from, well, in a week's period. From being signed off on, they were on the street within a week. I mean, that's just... That's insane. That's a... Yes. That's incredible. It takes a month to have someone investigate a robbery. And and these have gone into production and full-scale deployment in a week? What? That's like lightning fast, yeah. That's... Make you think some buttons are been pressed. Maybe it's a knee-jerk reaction on account of something happening. Yeah, oh, sure. But who, who gets the go-ahead? Did your dad say? Um, I'm not sure. I didn't actually ask. He didn't mention. But yeah, maybe they've been pressed into service premature. Sorry? They all signed off on it. But it was mm. the okay. of Tima's plan. Tima is a security mind. Ah. Uh, uh, right. They oh, are, yeah, I imagine they're not the security department of... No. They're not. All all mines except for the agricultural one are gnomes. The agricultural one is halfling. Darth Shortgrass. He is a halfling. Friend of mm -hmm. Darth. Oh, you know. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Well, I'm afraid I'm I'm not much of an expert on arcane elements when it comes to like specifically dwarvish arcane elements. Uh uh, you know, I, I'm a bit better with runes. I suppose if I had a look at the power source in absence, I might be able to figure it out. But yeah, same, I guess. Y y absolutely. You, you, Gwen, you, you'd probably be better off with this than me. But, you know, yeah, I, I, if we yeah, could have a look at it. Enchantment is his own separate thing. But yeah, sure. I think between the two of us, we might be able to come to something. But yeah, I don't know. Will we ever get that close again to them? Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. One in that mode. Yeah. yeah. Probably like, be a few good. attending the event tomorrow if there's so many, you know, high up people there. Mm. That's oh. true. That's true. There. Well, at the um, like from my understanding, it'll largely be bouncers who are going to be protecting the event. Oh, okay. You know. Well, good. Good to be. People well, as opposed to him, yeah, you know. Yeah. Sense. Oh, did you talk to your dad about doing a contract? Um, I didn't mention it yet. Um, ah. but yeah, it's something I will think about. Why you seem kind of interested? Yeah. In this. Well, uh, if your business does well, then that means that you and Stefan are sorted, which is nice, I guess. Yes, and I well, I wouldn't like to be dealing with the ones that are wrong at the moment. Well, you but would fix maybe them we could just later. scrap those and start anew. Sure. Well, I don't know. Maybe they, you could uh, learn how to, uh, you know, see that magic is useful, and uh, you know, it'd be a beautiful new relationship that you'd have. Ah, hybrid. Well, yeah, you know, um, keeps them lasting for a very, very, very long time. The Toyota Prius of automatons. <laughs> we all know Priuses are the best guys. <laughs> They're the future. It's the future. <laughs> uh, Darby, sorry, the, res the resident petrol head here is just dying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Priuses use petrol, okay. <laughs> yeah, but anyways. Uh you know, if it helps Darby, um I'm I'm relatively close to figuring out the cloud rune. And 
if I can, I imagine that would allow for all sorts of weird, uh, what's the word, um, perpetual motion, motion machines, which oh. you, I I suppose I suppose could help. I mean, is that it makes en it makes what it makes engines machines what? Well, like um, you know, we 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 were kind of the victim of such a motion machine when we were in that trap where the boulder was perpetually oh. rolling down. Now like, I got you. I just yeah. imagined you like producing engines out of nowhere, and I was very confused. Oh no, no! I I just figure if I can figure out the cloud rune, maybe I could inscribe and like parts of an engine, and you could perpetually have a a gear ro rotating infinitely down or something. I to be honest, Ooh, a cloud engine that sounds very cool. Exactly, exactly. And Stefan, you know, isn't, since... that, isn't that Stefan? Quick, hitting that. Mm. And since it doesn't use, Ooh, we, could call it like, yeah. we could call it like a Nimbus, the Nimbus engine, or like a Stratus engine, or like a, a Cumulus engine. You know, like different names of clouds. That'd be cool. Yeah, I guess. Oh, or project. They could like, you know, you know, when you like something's a bit secret first before it's like actually out, you'd be like Project Nimbus. Altos Cirrus. That'd be a powerful Ooh. one. That was that was good. See, look, we could do things together. Uh, anyway, um, I assume we we're no crossing the bridge or so. What? <laughs> I didn't know geology was such well so well taught in Jumeria. <laughs> geology, meteorology. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> that too, though. We love our rocks. Come on, Billy. No, I was just saying, I assume we're crossing the bridge or something at this stage. We're not yeah, you're yeah, yeah, we're doing a lot of walk talks. Yeah. Under the cover of, <laughs> under the cover, um, and, and partial uh, bailing of uh, the Milishi tribe, you are out. And it doesn't actually take you too long to find um, an old kind of cobbled road, very kind of Roman. Um, now grass growing through it, thistles growing up at random intervals through it, of course, completely um, untended for, for at least 800 years, you find the road east. Do you think these things will, uh, you know, infuse with magic or something? Because like, for something to like last even this long is very impressive. It's possible it was just good craftsmanship. It's now 800 years is a very long time for things to like, be crafted well enough for. In the road, or yeah, like you know, just all of it, like buildings still being up and all. Hmm. I suppose it kind of goes with like that thing of like, does the silence help preserve things, like in you know, or whatever? I mean, if you're not touched by you know anything, you'll probably last a bit longer as well. True, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I suppose also, maybe Melora, a good it's sign like... that it's not protected or guarded often either we might have a clean route oh yeah maybe yeah that's, that's actually a very good point also hopefully there's no automatons out here too because that would be fortunate well they probably don't want them out in the the rain for too long yeah have I you say... ever been out this way derby or were you mainly a well... city way growing up well, they have sent them. I remember, they were supposed to send them um, as age when the wolves were getting a bit out of control. Yeah, yeah. True. So, yeah, they do send them out sometimes. No, no, but I meant yourself growing up. Would you have explored these wilds much? Oh, me? Oh. Mm -hmm. No, no. 
Uh, I, I lived in the woods growing up, so that's where I would do my exploring. Oh, yeah, because you're not like city city. You're like wood to city. To um, yes, something like that. Nice. That's why I, I, oh, that's sorry. I got my exemplary Elvish martial training. Excelled at it, of course. At a young age record, actually. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Mm. I bet your daddy was so proud. Well, I do what I do, and I do it well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for that to finish, you know, naturally. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, is there anything else on our, on, our, on our way, on our travels, or is there anything we should be wary of, or is it pretty, like, just follow the road and it's pretty pretty decent your map and what you think so far it is just follow the follow the road and see um nice. yeah if you want to see what's going on give me a perception check sure thing Ooh, 20 18 plus 2 nice 30 20 uh, anyone else having a, a gawk yeah uh it's i ended up I with 18 23 let's have a go Oh, I'm just realizing I forgot to tell you I uh, rolled a five when I was getting uh, rolling charges for the wand. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I trust yeah. you to to manage it. Nice. Cool. Hang on, I got some elven eyes coming up here. Uh, perception, was it? Yes, the eye one. Uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Um, nothing. Yeah, we got it. Um. Yeah, uh, so like looking around, again, kind of gentle sloping um, landscape as you're going. As you're getting a little bit more uh, away from Gizmbrook, it is getting a little bit more verdant. There is some small patches of woods um, that the road gently bends around and small hillocks. Um, you, there's wildlife abundant. You see some rabbits and hares jumping through. You see... Uh, a flock of crows dart off from a set from a small wood as you pass by and they're being disturbed. Startled. <laughs> Sorry. I just rolled a natural one. And I'll tell you why in a second. Um, go on. Okay, I was just going to say, Darby, imagine if you were the, the type of barbarian who could see up to a mile away with no difficulty. That'd be scary. Stefan. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> RB specifically here. Just because, like, oh, that crazy perception things. on top of this uh, weird uh, super eyesight. <laughs> You're saying this to, like, Dave more so than Darby. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, sorry, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it, it's just, um, it just because, helps to uh, distinguish. Uh, yeah, I, I think Darby would definitely have some sort of comeback for that. But, oh, um, yeah. yeah. Sure. Like, and, I, I, I feel like Barbarian as a class name just doesn't exist in Dumeria, or at least I've not encountered it in Dumeria. It doesn't... I don't think Ivor would be able to say that, you know, bar, a Barbarian as a type of fighter. Yeah, like, yeah. Stefan would just be a fighter. Like, a, yeah. At least as far as Ivor was aware of. Yeah. A passionate yeah. fighter. <laughs> passionate fighter. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yes, so you're making your way along, um, maybe traveling just a little over an hour at this point, and you can actually start making out in the distance. Um, 
the rooftops of some buildings. You think that's maybe your first destination. You all begin to hear this this rumbling, feel this rumbling in the ground. And the path ahead of you, the cobblestones begin to bulge out as if something was bearing underneath. Like there is. As all of you see this as they're all a natural one, um, thinking you are underneath it, this large, um, monstrous, armored creature jumps straight out, maybe about 20 feet ahead of you. And it snaps in the air as if it was catching, like a whale jumping out of the sea trying to <laughs> catch a fish. But you can almost feel that this thing is now embarrassed that it missed time uh, attacking you <laughs> as it lands back on the ground and looks at you and notices that it's nothing in its mouth and it jumps straight back in its hole and starts going off in the other direction again. Uh, okay. Wow, calling that thing ugly is an insult to ugly things. What was that? Is it coming back or is it just like... It's gone off in the other direction, embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> Do I recognize that? Um, sure. Give me a give me a history check with advantage. Cool. Or even uh, give me a bureaucracy bureaucracy check with advantage. So you would remember from your days in the office. Eighteen. Eighteen. This is a creature that is um typical of these areas, slightly more. Um, hard rock areas. It is a burrowing creature known as a bullet. Ooh, oh. they can be very dangerous. Um, they sometimes will um, creep into people's farms and stuff, and like just grab sheep or grab cattle, and just like that's it. So that's n- n- mostly where you've heard it from um, as a kind of a opportunistic predator. Just come in, get its meal, and go away. And you almost were that. Okay, well, let's uh... share that. And yeah, it was definitely making a go for us. Um, Okay, well, let's be careful. Uh, If we hear any more ground rubbling, let's, uh, I don't know, disperse or something? Sure, yeah. Extra careful of your feet. Ooh, Ramsey, ooves, like anything. Just give us a a bleat. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it bleeds in the affirmative. Um, it's great. So you're continuing down uh, towards the crossroads. Yeah. No rumblings um, come back to you as of yet, anyways. So either they're, they've left or they've gotten better at their job. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know which yet. But yeah, you make your way um, maybe just a little under an hour later to the crossroads and you see what um, Blonid was describing and what you see on your map. So, yeah. you see uh, you see an, uh, then this pubs, four pubs, sorry. Four pubs, so you see sorry. these four inns um, in each of the corners of this crossroads and in the center of the crossroads you see a small circle with a large um, signpost that is um, a little askew. It's the Leaning Tower of Signpost. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, making your way up close, you can see and just about make out one of the signs is on the ground. Um, some doors are ripped open, but you can make out that the four um, inns are named after these four 
animals that are on your map. So one is the fox's alehouse, the rampant bear, the wolf's whale, and the crowned hare. Ivor is kind of going around taking notes. For the last two again, so rampant bear and then... Wolves, whale, and the crowned, crowned hare. Crowned hare. Cool. You can see that the inns are pretty ransacked. Um, you can actually see that as some of the windows and doors have been ripped open. You can see claw marks on them. Um, mold and ivy cover the interior and exterior walls. Okay. Did those I... uh, bullets have uh, claws? Uh, the bullets don't have claws like this. They're more like flat, large claws for burrowing. These are more like canine in nature. Okay. Doggo oh, okay. wolvies. Do we want to look in any of these? Ives, do you feel like there might be anything decent in them? I'm I'm okay with having a look around. Um, but uh, if you guys want to stay out, you're you're welcome to. Oh, no, not that you're going to go on your own, but just like, you know. Oh, sure. Well, just want to make think... sure it, I'm not, <laughs> you know, we're not forcing it into somewhere you don't want to. Oh, yeah. Okay. I understand. Um, to be honest, I'm a bit curious. Um, Archaeology is more about more than just like investigating the, the places where there's guaranteed riches, you know? Oh, uh, very true. The historical and law riches as well, you know? Like this, is a, this is a prime kind of an example of like where people were staying. Possibly pre-silent. So, uh, yeah, which one is uh, any of them pointing out? I like the sound of the crown there, just because it's got crown in the title. Sure. Yeah, we can we can go with that first. Yeah, which one is on the right, or which is the one on the left? Or oh, it is. That's so true. Sorry, we should always go left. left. I mean, so the, technically, that's uh, a room, but yeah. As you're approaching from Gizmobrook, yeah. the one on your left before you cross the crossroads is, as, as I said it in like clockwise order, if that makes sense. So first on your left is the Fox's Fox. Ale House. And then, and then across the road on the left is the rampant bear. Across the road okay. on the right is the wolf's whale. And crowned right hair, beside you one. on the right is the crowned hare. Okay, well, I wouldn't want to break with tradition, so let's go into the, 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 the fox's alas. I might take some time and try to contact Malora in the middle of the crossroads and get her say, but ye head on, and if I hear anything, I'll come after you. I was okay. also going to give that a go. Just to go to see where to, she wanted us to go next, because I doubt she wanted us just to go to some alehouses. Uh, if you want to do it together, or I can leave you at Maybe she did. What? Maybe she did. Maybe she's Maybe she did. now. <laughs> Maybe she into that wine. A good, a good wine. Let's walk in one and we find her, and the whole place is kind of alive with activity. Oh my god, she's just taking shots. <laughs> that would be cool. I wish I could. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> <laughs> Took you long enough. Hello, she's Irish. I've been, I've been making those fucking winds go east for years. <laughs> okay, so into the fox of the end, into the fox's alehouse. Yeah, it's definitely the alehouse, not the hell house. Okay, <laughs> alehouse. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Whew. different, alehouse. different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You enter in, um, the Fox's Ale House is a little bit quirky compared to the rest of them. It's the only inn that door isn't on the very corner um, of the crossroads. It's open on um. the crossroads, it opens a little bit up. But it is because it is this very large, open, like, 
open plan doorway. All the glass panes that used to be here are shattered and now scattered in the ground. Barely even notice it. It's been so trampled on and battered by age. It's probably come back into sand again. So it's just basically this large, empty framed entryway. You enter in and there's this large bar, um, brightly lit still by all the light coming in at you. There is a staircase at either end of the bar leading up to a, a balcony of seats. Um, this um, place you don't think actually um, house people to sleep. This seems more like just an alehouse and maybe even a, a ballroom. Um, maybe parties and events happened here. There's lots of, but once we're seating arranged around and tables arranged around and making your way slightly in, you do see a stage at the other end um, of the bar. And Darby, uh, it's uh, open for you. Oh, yeah. What? The stage? The stage. Yeah, yeah, stage, you know, somewhere where you can show off. Do a bit of fancy swordplay. Show yeah, yeah, yeah. Had yeah. elvish uh, martial training. Uh-huh. I showed you when you were wielding that sword that time like a club. That's true. You did. You did. Uh, I don't think that whole statement was true, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um, the, the Fox's Ale House. Do I have any idea? Like, uh, would I, who would be the builders of this specific kind of structure? So, again, your archaeological knowledge and background, um, even just entering into this, the, the crossroads, all of these buildings are a little bit more eclectic than what you've seen previously when you've gone out to places. It's always been very much uh, single-driven architecture by one kind of community or one kind of culture. These are a little bit more um, eclectic and mixed. So the, straight away, the big open doorway and all the large windows and stuff is very elven. But as soon as you enter, the stonework on the floor um, and the stonework of the pillars and everything is very dwarven. Um, it seems to be very much like a, a marriage of, of different styles in order to make something unique and maybe something that might really be seen in modern Dumeria. Interesting, interesting. So this is kind of a, potentially an example of uh, multiple kind of cultures coming together, uh, potentially before the silence. Uh, it, would this, like, do I reckon this is pre-silence structures or yeah yeah you think all of these are are, are pre-silence structures for sure wow wow like you could you could spend uh years just studying these these four buildings and just kind of maybe reporting on these places alone this is kind of incredible uh, yeah like, make a little diorama or something that'd be nice like you, you kind of like uh you see Ivor just kind of like taking down a load of notes. Like this is kind of unnatural for just the speed of how much he's writing right now. <laughs> uh, can Gwen take a look behind the bar and see if there's anything fun, like a trap door or something? <laughs> um, you do see a cellar door. It's not trapped. Um, it just leads down to a very, uh, very well stocked wine cellar. As oh. well as there is, a, it is an ale house, so there's ale barrels. Some of them have been broken open, um, with age or with mold or with a, a whatever reason. Um, so it is a little stinky down here, and it is a little moldy down here. Cool. Uh, oh, yeah. 
cogs, you found booze. Can you smell yeah. it? Yeah, it's, there's a lot of uh, aromas coming out of there. Uh, can I do like a firebolt in my hand and use it as a light, or is that just not not G? Um, that is Ooh, torch. Actually, I'll use a torch. Do I have a torch. I should have a torch. Hopefully, I produce flame as more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can take out the gem of brightness. Sure, I think it's I've always got a, I've got a flint and steel. Oh, yeah, that that would probably be best. <laughs> Avoid risking igniting. Yes, true stuff. Okay, I'll... did we decide on a command word for this? Uh, I don't think so. Not in my memory. You've attuned to it, so I guess you decide. Oh, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll hold it off and say, "Light see." <laughs> Yay! Perfect. Oh, that's and perfect. perfect. <laughs> Never doubted you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> So it gives us a bright light in a 30-foot radius, and then dim yep. light for an additional 30. Um, give me a nature check, Gwen. Oh, sure. Uh, uh, eight. Eight. That's a stinky, cold, moldy cellar. Mm-hmm. Also, it's uh, smelly and not nice down there. If anyone else wants to um, agree with me, then be my guest. I'll have a I'll have a look. Um, is that investigation or perception, or uh, uh, I did nature. You did nature, right? Okay. We'll do nature, yeah, just to see. Sure. Oh, uh, not twenty, so twenty-three. Oh wow. Um, this mold is very dangerous, and the reason why it's a nice cold cellar is because this mold, um, draws in all the heat. Um, with twenty-three. This mold was often harnessed and used as a refrigerating system hmm. and still is in certain cases to this day um, in Dumeria, but it has been, in oftentimes, it has been replaced by something a little bit more um, uh, modern and safer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some maybe more elemental um, magics rather than brown mold. But yes, it used to be housed, it used to be used as a refrigeration system and it would be housed in certain corners and it would be you know monitored by whoever was monitoring it to make sure that it didn't overgrow but it was basically a refrigerator and obviously it hasn't been tended to in many many years and the whole floor is now covered in it and if you step in it you might get very very cold okay ah okay good to know right you even know about like ancient refrigerating systems it's so cool with a with a twenty three, you're like, I'm glad Gwen didn't light the flame because it is attracted to flame and it exponentially expands towards it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stefan, brilliant idea with that day blade. Uh, no fire around here. That's it's gonna grow towards fire. So okay, it's a very wow. bad idea to have any is fire. There, is there anything it doesn't like? Just in case. Well, I imagine it wouldn't really care for cold. Oh, okay. I imagine. Um, does that does that sound right to you? Voice so, you know, yes, yeah. So like it, <laughs> it it loves fire and it loves heat and it draws it into it. Therefore, it makes areas cold. That's how fridges work. Hmm. Physics lesson, everybody. Um, so uh, so yes, it loves heat and it takes all the heat. Um, if you get me. 
therefore yeah. the air is cold because it's taking all the heat out of the air and already you can like feel your breath even just like standing in the staircase and looking down this under you can already see your breath hella um, dank um if you cold it though does that do anything or is it just normal I... if it, it, it's it's like the one of the ways to like corral it oh okay cool okay well is there anything um... down here that's not wine or mold or at a quick glance, it seems to be wine and ale and mold. Whether the wine and the ale is wine or ale or mold itself, you know. There's bottles Could and I'm... barrels and mold. Can I mage hand a bottle? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to send my book down because my mage hand is my book. <laughs> and it kind of like, you know, just very gently, very carefully <laughs> floats down and uh, tries to take one of the bottles out. Yeah. A little bit of a like stiff pull at the start, but it is able to yank it free from the rack on the wall. Um, and in nice. doing so, the force of it actually knocks that whole rack and they all smash to the ground and wine spills everywhere. And the mold is not happy about that. Um, and there's just this pool of wine um, covering half this carpet of mold. But you've got your bottle in your hand. Oops. Okay. Well, uh, here you go. Oh, it, it, it's been stupid, you something you've practiced or are you just naturally gifted at it i'm going to ignore you uh i thought yeah i thought we might be able to see what kind of wine they were drinking and stuff i thought that might be interesting you know q uh archaeological there's plenty, there's plenty of other wine racks it's just that one has fallen there's several more so it's not yeah. every bottle is ruined don't worry okay. uh well there's no uh yeah. mold on the bottle before anyone touches it there is no, yeah, no, no, none of the same mold that carpets the ground anyway, just your regular mildew. Is there like a label? Is there stuff? Label, the label is faded. Can't tell if it's, what is it? <laughs> Jigsbot suit is better. The label is faded, um, okay. but it looks like a red wine. Okay. Cool. Well, they drank wine anyway. We know that. That's, that's good to know. They yeah. went to. Uh, Probably Edens. <laughs> nice, nice sample. I mean, how many people can say they have uh, eight hundred year old uh, wine? I, I still don't think we should drink it, though, right? <laughs> oh, definitely not. I'm just saying, yeah. like in general. Yeah, put, I'm going to put that. If on the it bar. was whiskey, it'd probably be okay. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I think that gets better. Wine can last for a while. I mean, Valley's Bounty, they'd probably know. But... True. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, technically, technically we should give it into dents, but yeah. It's the bowl. Yeah. If uh, it's BS, yeah. True, it is BS. Well, it's all BS. Uh, oh, yeah, total BS, but yeah. <laughs> Imagine uh, if this was like a grape that's like not available or something. Ooh, that'd be very cool. Like, yeah, like an extinct grape. Mm. Maybe the grape that caused the silence. <laughs> yeah, you figured it out. It was a wine of blood and wine. Um, can I check the stage? Is there like a curtain or anything up, or is it how how how's that looking? Um, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a pretty it's large enough. It's maybe like four feet off the ground. Um, it's a curtain at the back. Um, one of the one of the curtains has fallen off its rail on a lump on the ground. So you can see back. There is a small kind of backstage area. You see some broken mirrors and maybe a dressing room. Okay, cool. Uh, 
yeah, nothing else of note. Like not a no uh there's no ancient airbrush or uh <laughs> hand mirror that's intact. Um yeah. So uh so yeah, nothing of like major note um as such here um in the main bar area if you go back kind of backstage a little bit you do see um a small set of what looks like stage um jewelry very like bright and glitzy glass jewelry a set of earrings and a large necklace and a bracelet um you don't think they're of any real you don't think it's diamond now or opal or anything like that probably made Mm -hmm. fashioned out of all pieces of glass um it doesn't have any natural luster but maybe when bright light was shined upon it it might look glitzy oh cool uh, i'm just gonna be like oh they wore like stage jewelry and stuff <laughs> i've <laughs> just like pointing out to it. Oh. <clears throat> uh yeah oh still interesting gimme uh what <laughs> sure darby uh made a glass you want it yeah okay present yeah. Oh no 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 no! Darby, no? Uh, well, if it's if it's only stage jewelry, probably not the best present. But also, it's it's a historical artifact. It's it 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 belongs in the consideporium. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it's stage jewelry. Yeah, yeah. I, even so, like um, it. Well, it, I, I it know can... someone that would really appreciate stage jewelry. Oh hmm, well, that's... I did find it first, so I'm uh, I'm going to give it to Ivar. Hmm. We, no, we might find more in the other end. So true. That you know that that you do make a good point. Um, we'll I'll uh, we'll see how everything goes at the end of the day, and maybe yeah. <laughs> this sounds uh, like black. I'll, I'll open the bag of holdings. Like yeah, let's just put it in here, and I'll add we a can... section to the inventory. Hmm. Sounds good. Under Darby. Find us first. I found it first. How's that blackmail? What? Oh, he said blackmail, didn't he? Uh, I did. Ivor said how the day goes. Oh, it it was more so like we'll see if uh if we find a lot of of great stuff, then yeah, of course you you can have it if uh, we were a bit strapped, then maybe we'll talk about it and maybe go on a case-by-case. Case. But then again, if it's if it's for who I think you mean, then maybe you're right. You know, they, they, they're they actually hosting the consider porn, so you know what? You're probably right. We need the Considerporium to work so that we can get out into the field and go to that clock tower castle place. Remember? Hmm. Think big picture, Darby. Big picture. True, and, and if the only more for... cool shit we have, the better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you can give it to so... her after, maybe after the considerium's over. Does anyone want to name this expedition, or all right, down oh, on the inventory? We we don't want to. We we want as slight a paper trail for now as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll 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 call this expedition X. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Expedition X. Stage jewelry, bottle of wine? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, no, there's even okay. wine anymore. <laughs> Who can say? Is there an upstairs to this place with rooms in that? Or yeah, no rooms in in here that you can see, anyways. Um, you, the 
main area goes right up to the rafters, but there's like a balcony around kind of the bar and around the stage where people would sit at tables and, and watch the show or just chit chat or whatever. It'd be just a bar tavern club rather than an actual cool. inn. Um, oh, I wonder did each of the inns fulfill a different purpose because otherwise it's quite strange to have four so close together. Oh, I don't know, yeah. Some get full if they're good. It's mm. you never know, they could share an owner. Yeah. Busy this could have been a busy crossroad if it was, you know, kinda of connect up some places. Mm. You you know that actually is a great point. This is a like this is a very uh built up crossroad and that must mean the three potential areas on your map must have had a lot of foot traffic to them. From yeah, well, we're still quite near the laurel, and like a lot of you know, if you think about it, a lot of things run along rivers for you know water, and because it's good passage. But uh, yeah, let's keep going, I guess. Uh, yeah. Is there anything in the upstairs of note, Gary? Um, not particularly. Some smashed mirrors, some mouldy tapestries, paintings that maybe looked nice at one time. Cool. Really tell what they say anymore. Nothing of uh, immediate, like, jump-out value. No. Um, a couple of the tables that are still intact have little oil lanterns still on them. Um, but it, you know, anything behind any of the paintings? Or tapestry? Um, uh, having <laughs> looked through, you find the secret. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, you find a modern safe full of two million euros. Um, I've seen enough Scooby-Doo episodes. <laughs> and, oh my god, you're Shaggy and Ramsey is Scooby. <laughs> oh my god. Velma. Oh my god, do I get to be Velma or do I get to be Daphne? You're Velma, Velma. You're, you're the bookie one. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> but I'm also the only girl, so I get to be both. <laughs> and who's Freddy? Uh, I think I think half Darby, half Liver in this case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> and we'll leave it there. Yeah. Thanks for coming to the next episode of uh, Scooby Doo, everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you don't find anything else uh, behind for some nice wall. Floors do creak a lot um, on these wooden balconies. Make your way through. Okay. I guess should we check the next? Yeah, we go uh, uh, rampant there, so uh, across the way and on the left. Go for it. Um, making your way now across the roads, you can see that the signpost, even though askew, still has um, readable letters on it. Um, it, because it, it was engraved into the wood rather than actual painted on, you can see it's pointing in the four cardinal directions. Mm -hmm. Um. North leads to the Radiant Fist Monastery. Oh, okay, wait. Um, sorry, so north is um, left. From where you were, yeah. Left yeah. of Gizmbrook, yeah. West, Radiant where... Fist? Radiant Fist Monastery. Yep. Um, west, where you came from, is the Laurel River. Uh, east, uh, further east, is called the Hokto Winery. Winery makes sense. I've got vines on and it. South is the village of Ianbeck. 
Oh. I A I N B E. Sorry again. E F. F I A I N B E G. Don Big. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Taking your way then in into the rampant bear. Um, here you actually um, your uh, yes, Stefan may be coming true. And here there is very little floor space, very little um bar space. There is a root. There is a large reception area as you enter. Um, you can see that there's little pigeonholes where maybe keys or letters or scrolls were kept behind. Um, there is a set of double doors through to your left to uh, what seems to be maybe a restaurant or breakfast area. And then a large staircase leading up behind the reception. This right. looks like a hotel. Hotel vibes, uh, yes. Is there uh, anything fun behind the front desk? <laughs> um, lots and lots of uh, papers worn over time. Um, there's still some keys to the, we assume, to the rooms. Um, uh -huh. There is a small cash register that has been flung onto the ground. Um, there is maybe 30 silver pieces scattered in it. Oh, um, nice. I'll take um, them. <laughs> um, Apart from that, there is, yeah, just some large ledgers. Um, there's a drawer full of what looks like envelopes. Nice. Uh, well, uh, yeah, anything else that like seems kind of interesting or anything to say who would have kind of stayed here or anything like that, historical stuff? Um, well, the, the ledger is partially readable. Um, uh, maybe kind of pull from that different information if you investigated enough. A glance through some of the older ledgers that have still have some of their ink more preserved. Um, being a big, very heavy book makes it a lot obviously easier to preserve. Lots protected from the weather. Um, Inner pages, <laughs> variety of names uh, in a variety of languages, um, written down with how long they're staying, numbers of rooms, um, nothing jumping out for no of note yet, but all very real names of real people from back in the day but like all like um like different races again and like different languages for different races and things like that yes yeah so there's no like race column but you can tell like oh here's an elvish name here's a Warvish yeah name. exactly here's yeah yeah, yeah. just name. from yeah, my yeah. linguistics kind of side of stuff yeah 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 interesting interesting i'm i'm taking out uh, a couple of lever bags just to kind of keep them to preserved before we stick him into the bag of holding, which probably is fine enough since it's like airless, but <laughs> I was being cautious. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> um, make that, your ledger, way um, that ledger, the um, say the longer lived races. Do any of you guys think some of these people could be still alive or would they have succumbed to the silence or something? Oof, uh, what. Elves live a long time, but like you need to be like would have needed to have been like a baby or something, right? To they still live, be they live quite, quite young. Um, some might be old. There might be some elves that remembered like the fallout and the like rebuilding. Yeah, 
Um, mm. Like the, there's definitely some elves that remember like a, a pre pure bureaucracy time, mm. but there would be no elf that would remember that. Like, saying that there's no one ever, you know, like because fantasy world something might happen. But I'm saying <laughs> typically there wouldn't. You wouldn't think there would be an elf that would be alive. Um, mm. That would have been live for the actual events of the silence. Yeah, because what's the max on elves again? Is it like 600 or something? Or Yeah, 5, 6, 7. Okay. The 7 is Some are like around the 5, dwarves are around the 2. Yeah. Maybe okay. dwarves. What about Zero. the water people? Sorry, I've completely forgot the name. Oh, Genasi? Triton. Oh, Tritons, yeah. Tritons, yeah. Um, Tritons, orcs, and Goliaths live a little bit longer than humans. Again, they believe it's uh, from the direct blessings of Melora and Cord, respectively. Um, mm. They live maybe, can live up to 200 years at a push, but that's very old. Um, only like 150, 160. Like a nice, mm. nice age. Gotcha. Um, a lot of the races. Halflings and humans are both sub 100. Um, what are we missing? Uh, I guess Knowles. Like but... this, we don't have a few, and we don't have a few races in this world, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Knowles, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. No like, idea. You know, no idea. You only found out the name of them two days ago. So yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's progress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. They exist. Would, would Jimmy Vorns kind of do half of what their split is, or pretty much? Yeah. 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 Like a demiborn what? human halfling would live the same, but a demiborn human elf would live like two, three hundred years, depending on which side of their genetics was more dominant. Hmm. I suppose. Um, oh, what about the Goliaths? Are they the same as orcs and tritons? Yeah. 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 Right. Nice. Yeah. So we might. World. might be different in other D and D worlds. Don't at me. <laughs> Fair. Um. Want to go look in some bedrooms? Might as well. Um, Carry ooh. forward. That very creepy. <laughs> well, you know, it's a lot around. Um, or actually, is there like a restaurant or a bar at the far side of this desk kind of thing? Um, yeah, so there's like a restaurant like through the other side of the reception. So like basically the reception is, foyer is just the reception. Or to the restaurant, breakfast room, stairs. Nice. Like, oh, I wonder if there's like an like ancient cookbook. Yeah, you can cool. check the kitchens. Like, you know, if you see what kind of stuff they ate, like if they imported stuff, like, you know, ingredients, all that kind of stuff is very informative. I mean, going by the ledger, I, I don't know how much information we'll actually glean from the books, but yeah, if it's there, let's go for it. Well, that, you know, if it says it has this food, which is wouldn't be found, you know, around here, you know, it tells you a little bit about trade and things. Mm. Yeah. To the Make breakfast way. bar. <laughs> yeah, so making your way in through the restaurant, um, maybe at one time it was very nicely laid out. There's a lot of fallen curtains and tapestries, and there's a very thick carpet underneath you, so it seems to be very lavish and comforting, um, and maybe back in its day. Heading through into the kitchen, very, very large kitchen, several um, coal and wood burning stoves dotted throughout. Um, there is a cold room off to the side, again infested with brown mold. Um, okay, stay away from that. <laughs> uh, uh, you find uh, large pots, pans, skillets, all like 
like they're all pretty much in in working order. It's it's cast iron. It doesn't wear. Um, making way into the pantry stinks. Um, go into the like kitchen office where you might find um these kind of rights of trade and ledgers and all that kind of jazz. And there is some of that kind of information here. This hasn't weathered so well, being so close to all of the food that goes off. Um, it's, it's a lot more moldy and you pick up one book and a load of ants just kind of run out from underneath it. And as you open the pages, the spine of it just kind of breaks apart. Um, you do find some um, smaller pieces of paper, again, in different languages as well. So it would illustrate that there was trade among um, different races, um, different areas. Nice. Well, I'll just take like quick scans and notes of that and like, I don't know, confer with Ivar and stuff just as we're kind of messing around. Yeah. You want any like... of these pots and pans for your, your exhibit? Or... Oh. Uh, you know, I suppose, you know, yeah, actually, I'm going to go and try. Would I be able to look at these pots and pans as a, from the perspective of smithing and see if there's anything novel about them? Sure. Yeah. Give me a smith check. So we'll say, um, E20 plus proficiency plus Cool. I don't believe it. In... Uh, proficient in smith tools, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Uh, ever, ever since I became a runite. Um, I got another nat 20. Hey! hey! <laughs> we love the research. We yeah. love the research. Uh, we do. Yes, with your smithing knowledge, putting back on your kind of that hat as in your researcher hat, putting back on your smithing hat. Um, a lot of these um, designs and creations um, have a lot like, very similar to what is now. It's very much built for long wear for many, many uses. Um, it's All of it is 100% uh, metal. Um, more modern uh, things would have wooden handles or even rubber handles or anything like that. But this is all very much um, all just one piece of metal crafted into what it needed to be. Um, you find a set of knives, multiple sets of knives um, that seem to be made of this kind of alloy. Um, maybe it's steel, maybe it's something else, but you check and they're still very sharp. Um, you think that they would maybe um, need some a little bit further investigation maybe into what type of alloy that this is remaining sharp for this long um the pots and pans gillets all very just heavy duty but uh knives is what jumps out at you they're still sharpness very interesting i'm gonna yeah i'll take these knives at least they're they're kind quite unique like you see this this is incredibly sharp for something yeah. over 800 years old Pans are the pans are kind of uh, like, I suppose I, I'm not much of a uh, I'm not much of a cook. I suppose like pure metal pans, n no alloy is probably good for something for heat and stuff. I guess yeah. I can always uh, give them an identifier later on if uh, we get bored and uh, want to see if anything's been you know made magically or by some kind of process. I suppose take not one much pan of a just... cook. Well, you tried your eel pie, and like, it didn't That's really true. work. That's true, yeah. But I think it was the <laughs> fact that they're so slimy and the pastry. So, you know, 
it was a lot you, of balance. The, yeah, yeah. the rest of the yeah. barbecue was okay. Okay, that, I, I, thank you, Darby. Uh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I think he really wants that necklace and uh, those other costume jewelry pieces. Um, so the compliments are coming out. Well, uh, yeah, dear, sure. Don't you worry, Darby I see right through you. What charm offensive, yeah. you think, yeah? Mm-hmm. No credit is given where credit is due, Gwen. Oh, really? Okay, I'll remember that. Next yeah. Time. Okay. <laughs> Love the way a compliment from Darby is. Your cooking's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fully. <laughs> All right, our perceived compliment at the very least. Yeah, because you um, fucked up this other thing, but you know the rest of it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Where to next, folks? Uh, yeah, maybe just check up the bedrooms and stuff. Just take a very light look around and see if there's anything else cool. Um, yeah. So looking through the bedrooms, uh, come in variety of sizes. This is a three-story um building. Um, it's actually the largest. Um, all the rest are oh. two, two point five stories. This one is three stories. Um, full. Um. Yeah, first floor has a lot more like simple rooms, um, single or like double cots or two small cots, but beside each other, um, bathrooms dotted throughout, um, bathrooms dotted throughout. I said that twice. Um, uh, I meant to say toilets. Oh, I did. Maybe I did. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> heading up onto the second floor, um, you see, um, larger rooms, suites places with balconies um there's some rooms at the back end of like oh yeah so the back end of the hotel that aren't looking out on the square that have little terraces that look out onto the wilderness and the countryside out further east into the north um you do find um some stores of uh some of the bed linens and some of them are actually salvageable and having a look there is um, very good quality silk in some of them. Some of the linen and cotton ones, while they're still intact, have been riddled now with with age. But some of the more oh. expensive silks still remain. And you find maybe two workable sets of silk bedsheets. Nice. Very nice. Into the bag Take of holding, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> like... No, this is interesting stuff. It, it could actually be. Uh, not only is it it's valuable, it's uh, you know an example of historic uh, sewing. Mm-hmm. Important and you know silk getting silk in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like I'm curious to see if it was handmade or machine made. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So yeah. if that's it for here, we'll go to the wolf. I guess next. Sounds good. So yes. So heading now over to the wolves' whale. Um, I assume you're continuing on in the circle. Always going left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, heading into the wolves' whale. Um, the unique thing about this place is that it is also a trading post. Oh, shoppy shop. Oh, it's very old school Ireland of shop at the front, over the back. Um, gotcha. This does seem to have some small rooms upstairs as well. Um, maybe for more of the uh, just passing merchants and workers that just want you know somewhere to lay their head versus the rampant bear, which was maybe for like the longer term stays or um, uh, tourists or you know leisure visits. Um, 
Yeah, so entering in, into this uh, shop, you can see, again, all everything that's perishable has long since perished, but you can see some um, tools and like traveling gear and some bags and some torches and things that you would need along the road um, still kind of just piled in various corners and askew on various shelves that they've fallen over time. Further in through, you see a small, much more modest bar compared to that in the Fox's Ale House. Um, a little bit cozier, a little bit more um, uh, quieter uh, seeming. Uh, just some long bar with some stools and some booths behind it. Um, upstairs, um, there is some, um, as I said, some smaller, more like utilitarian rooms, just place to lay your head. Um, there's a storehouse out back for presumably all of their wares where they came back out of the shop shelf. Nice. Uh, yeah, can I just do an investigation check to see if there's anything interesting or different? Yeah, go for it. Sweet. That is a 15. Nice. Uh, I'd like to also just check through the stock just to make sure, like, obviously there's stuff I'd recognize, but is there anything I don't recognize by any chance? Oh, weird shit. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the investigation check also. Uh, here it comes, the extreme rolls. Uh, that's a nat one. <laughs> Uh, oh wow! Da, 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 da. So um, four. Ivar, Ivar is a little, a little overwhelmed. Uh, you're still maybe thinking about all of the things you found in the other two uh, places, um, and your mind is already racing with those that you almost don't even have enough room in this moment to think about anything new in this space. Um, mm. I think that makes sense for Ivar. Um, and you said got a seventeen, nineteen, fifteen got what number did you get me oh 15 sorry 15 yeah 17 15 19 um one of them <laughs> um with a 15 um nothing straight away jumps out at you it, this is more of a mundane is probably of the wrong word but it's uh just kind of everyday and utensils and instruments and stock and um essential tools and provisions for anyone who was traveling through. Um, cool. All right. Uh, and then to the air, I guess, is the last one, if there's nothing else crazy here. Sounds good. Oh, or did you, did, when we check, when you said we checked this place, did we check the actual stock room or the, you know, the, the back place where all of the stuff would have been stored? Yeah. So the, the stock room has a pretty much very similar stuff that is in, out in front of house. Um, right. Um, so, yeah. Very same materials. Cool. Uh, so to the web it or the hair? <laughs> crowned hair. Um, yes. So heading into the crowned hair, your last jaunt. And in here, um, it's instantly darker. Um, there is thick curtains still hanging on some walls, smaller windows. You see cracked oil lamps hanging from ceilings and on um, sconces on walls. Mirrors um, almost everywhere. Uh, a bar at the end with many small booths um, around, very cushioned. Um, you see um, something that I'm not sure. Well, you probably have. Um, Darby probably has seen these. Um, the kind of a looks like a gnomish, gnomish shisha pipe. Oh yeah. Um, 
So basically these smoking pipes uh, that people would use to smoke different flavored tobaccos and other bits and bobs. Um, there is an upstairs here as well. Um, heading upstairs, you see um, some rooms also. Maybe these rooms mightn't have been used for sleeping. Okay. For other things you might use rooms for. Gambling? There's beds in them. Um, sleepovers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one is that kind of place. <laughs> Hence the very thick, dark curtains. <laughs> nice. Okay, well that that goes in the notes. Is is this currently <laughs> illegal in in various places in 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 modern Dumeria? Oh yeah, how uh, buttoned up are we? Pretty buttoned up. Oh. It's not wouldn't be illegal. I just don't think it's it's found its place in modern society. Oh, uh, okay. What okay. do things like brothels and that exist in the public eye, or is it all discreet? Not so much. I Maybe mean, in like prosperity. <laughs> places places like the Midnight System would be like the closest to that, where you might get something like that. But places prosperity definitely has it. Prosperity is where all the stags and hens go. Let's be real; yeah. they've got strip clubs. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like these shisha pipes are very clearly gnomish design, but a much older gnomish design. Um, there is a kind of a wheel generate that would generate up the smoke. So yeah, there's like a wheel crank that would generate the smoke as you're, you're, you're um, smoking whatever flavored tobaccos and other herbs and spices that they might have been uh, smoking this time in Dumeria. Cool. Okay, Ivor, take that. I mean... You're going to Gizmobrook. Yeah, it's full of gnomes. It's gnomish. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. very quaint, but mm -hmm. yeah, okay. you need that. All right, yeah, no that problem. That no one's problem. that one's that's like a little display in its own, you know, like recreation and stuff. Hmm. Maybe not. Don't, don't put like work? sex club beside it or something, but like you know, still good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, uh, would you mind helping me just carefully disassemble it so we can just fit it into the bag? Um, sure, I'll give you. I'll be. I'm happy to help out. Great. I'm just gonna give like just eyes again, <laughs> and I'm being like, he just wants the. Thing. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, don't discourage it. It's helping. I won't. But also, I'm just like, just so you know, this is all, you know. Like you'll just see a kind of a knowing nod. Don't. Yeah. Worry. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> No one getting hoodwinked in my watch. <laughs> Unless, you know, I want to. Well, I'm not sure doing the hoodwink outside. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I hoodwink outside the group, okay? okay. Have you listened to episode one? <laughs> <laughs> now, now. Episode one. From now on, I mean, well, from, you know, a while ago on. Yeah, generally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'll take I got my out my tinkers tools and with a big cheesy grin and like being very helpful, Darby will help disassemble it. <laughs> oh. Um can I do a um detect magic? Just, um over the last little the last little while just to you know, this one seems like the weirdest, so it might have some weird shit in it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll do the free the free cast of that, and not ritual cast it. Okay, moment. You detect the magic you... of reproduction. 
Magical, <laughs> magic of love. Of love, sorry. <laughs> of love. Yeah, so just, you know, doing it now. Sweepy sweep. Yep. Uh, it's, yeah, 30 feet, if that's any good to you. Um, you do uh, get one ping of um, magic. Oh, yeah? Um, in a small um, office room, maybe off the um, main bar area, there is one scroll that is untarnished the rest. Oh, I love a good scroll. Uh, can I... Wait, so I... I, I can... Do, yeah, does it have a school of magic to, to, that it gives off? Um, yes. It is... Um, oh, I must look it up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Oh, dare I not know all the schools of magic. Or um, you could just, you know, give a general vibe. Does Detect Magic last uh, for long? Ten minutes. Cool. Mm-hmm. I can do more. So you, you could do a quick lap around the other three if you wanted. I could sprint around. Well, you know, <laughs> wouldn't be unlike me to do that. Um, it is um, kind of got a it's a necromancy school of magic. Ooh, interesting. Got a, like, a restorative Necro- necromancy, but like restoration vibe. Yes. Yep. You can read it. Like, what do you mean? Scroll. Reading it activates it, doesn't it? No, you can look at it. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, is, I'll, like, I'll look at it. <laughs> I'll look at it. So. It's a spell scroll of Spare the Dying. Oh, nice one. I like that one. Uh, what level is that? It's a cantrip. Cantrip. Nice. Yep. Having a lap around the other um, perimeters of the other buildings. Um, was any magic items here? They're either gained of their power or have been looted already. Cool. Anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I think we're good here. This was a, a very productive kind of investigation. We should uh, probably see where to go next uh, with Malor. Oh. Uh, yeah, I might just like sit in the middle of the crossroads. And do that with uh, Stefan if he wants to, or if he wants to do his own separate one, that's okay too. Uh, I'm easy. Um, uh, Stefan, anyway, would take out uh, Shepherd's Warning and I guess plant it beside the middle of Gwen's there. And uh, I don't know, take knee and put his head against it, and Ramsey do the same. And just, you know, a wee prayer to Melora and see if she'll point in the direction to go. Yes, same. So, like, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, maybe pick, just pick up some dirt, dirt from the ground, and see if it like, and kind of use that to try and see if it blows in a certain direction or anything like that. Yep. Uh, yep. Using the pendants that we got from uh, TRS Grove as well as kind of the focus for it. Absolutely. Um, both of you, give me wisdom checks. Wisdom checks. Hey, uh, make it insight. Let's make it insight. Insight. Uh, I got a 14. 9 plus 5. 22. Ooh, nice one. 14, Gwen. You aren't able to pick up that same wind you picked up before. Um, mm. There is gentle wind is flowing, but you can't tell in, in, in what direction it is. There's no distinct way as such. Fair. 
Um, um, Stefan, you can feel the winds a little bit more distinct. Um, you sense and can almost smell four different winds. Oh. Wind blowing at your face in the direction of Gizmobrook is kind of a cold metallic smell on it. To the north, you can smell um, almost like a page turning in an old book. To the east, um, you can smell rich um, fruit um, and almost kind of excessively sweet. Almost kind of you can, the taste is, or the smell is so much you can almost taste it. To the south, you can get this kind of wild aroma of wild flowers and growth, um, and that's kind of it changes. One minute it's almost garlicky, one minute it's almost oregano, and it just kind of switches in the air. Don't have particular. Not like go this way, but you have learned a little bit of information at least about directions. I got nothing. The I sense strong sense, and they match up with what the sign indicates. So I was a bit worried that would get jostled around, but no, it seems to match up. So oh, okay. So wine, uh, like small little town, and then yeah, very wild. Very tasty flavors down south, garlic, oregano, that kind of stuff. Oh, cool. Bookie mm. to the north, and then what you would expect of wine to the east. Okay. Now, I don't know. I don't think there is a wrong decision. True. Or at least uh, she's not. Although, if we were to go with Melora being wild, I would say south. True. Yeah. Which um yeah I suppose if she doesn't have like a place for us to go in like as in if she wasn't like go here then yeah it's up to us like which one do you think any of these would be valuable for you Ivar or I don't know anything piquing anyone else's interest and just from a yeah, you definitely point didn't of view injured the clock tower yeah. <laughs> so, sorry I'm afraid not we're yeah, gonna go a... there officially remember that's the dream that's the, the that's the the goal the end goal. If we can, we will take back that entire clock mechanism, if we can. Oh, imagine. Um, oh, or you could just own a castle. Imagine that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Darby, yeah? Uh, a castle. Yeah. I don't think so. Could be your, could be your holiday home in the countryside. <laughs> oh, yes. And I could bring visitors. Oh, God. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, um, I uh, feel like that was... Uh, very enthusiastic and then very <laughs> yeah he's enthusiastic oh. about the idea oh wait um, <laughs> I know what he means now um, but Gary from a logistical from a logistical point of view, point of view. <laughs> um, you can only go to one of these places and still be back in time for the Considerporium okay that's alright so I, like to be honest I feel like the monastery might have the most potential stores of knowledge and information mm -hmm. however at the same time i don't want to rule out the potential value of following like what melora might say is the most uh nature rich just just in case like there's more to her suggesting we come here than just it's a valuable place you, you know what i mean 
Yeah. I guess. Yeah, like, um, so north or south then? Yes. Yeah. You know, wine is lovely, but we you know we've we, we have wine. Yeah, we've we have interacted wine. with wine. <laughs> yes, we've encountered wine. <laughs> and we can always come back. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess between the two, um, does anyone else have any strong inclinations toward either? Uh, I don't know. Monastery sounds fun to me because the same reason as you: information and pages and stuff and that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I do like some good garlic and oregano, so we could whip up something nice. Some of these rations. Radiant fist. Which day see would that be? Ooh. Uh, Maybe pillow still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sun and that. Yeah. Curse our eyes and their vulnerability to radiant damage. <laughs> some of our eyes. Wait, no, you've got a ring. You've got your ring now. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, even even now, like, I can't look at the sun directly. <laughs> true. Well, none of us can do that, so that's not, you know, your fault. Yeah, so, true, true. Might be something for the shop, Derby. Yeah, like, glasses that you like, look at the sun. Oh, I have considered things like that. In fact, Ivor gave me the idea. Um, I did? Yeah, yeah I, I haven't, I've just... I've sat on it for a bit, but I haven't mentioned it yet. But yeah, um, I was a bit peeved when the magic thing was kind of doing the thing. Mm. But I had considered, yes, a technology-based version. Would you like a pair? I I would very much be interested, and like I at mean, the very it, least, um, it would potentially save me an attunement slot. Tell you what, I'll make you a pair. How's that? Now, oh. see, my goggles, <laughs> I use them when I'm, like, welding stuff. So if I'm, like, putting stuff together, it's quite bright. Mm-hmm. And that could work. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I had a thought. Um, between uh, Thienbeg and the Radiant Monastery, would I be aware of either of these from just kind of general research? Oh yeah, same actually. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get Ivar and just Ivar because he's an archaeologist to give back. Are you going? Sure. Aside. So, from history, that would be uh, so I rolled a sixteen, um, and plus my history, that would be oh twenty-two. Nice. Ooh, good. Nice. Um, Fian Bag, don't have any historical rev- relevance in your head. Um, it's just a, a village name. Nothing, nothing popped out um, that you can think of. Um, same, similar with the Radiant Fist Monastery. Um, not too many monasteries exist. Um, as they used to in modern Dumeria. Um, monasteries used to be places of where wealth was stored and and training happened and school happened and all that kind of stuff. A lot more modern systems have taken over from that. Um, but there are still some monasteries about um, a little bit more on the religious side of things. Um, you've heard none to have such a name like the Radiant Fist. Um, that seems a little bit more um, provocative. If, uh, maybe I'm using that wrong, word wrong, but the monasteries you know of um, and have heard about and read about throughout Jumeria are a little bit more pious and um, this one seems a little bit more 
outgoing. I guess let's let's have a look at the monastery for now. Sounds good. Yeah, that's what you think. I mean, yeah. Um, Stefan yeah. doesn't have any insights. Yeah, what did you get? What was the exact vibe you got from the monastery? It is kind of just um, like when you turn a page in an old book. Hmm. Books are good. Books are info. Books yeah. are good, yep. Could, could find countless examples of pre-silence writings. That would be amazing, honestly. I could I could find a, a bit about Eldred. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, there might even be writings on Tepera, I guess. So. Oh, I didn't even consider Tepera. Yes, like... Tepera, the... Um... The elf with the spectacles. Tahamara. Oh, Tahamara, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I was, I was uh, thinking for a minute. I was like, mm, all right. You think she's right. not an ancient, ancient writing about your young friend? Yeah. 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 Sorry, let's try it again. Oh, there might even be writings on Tahamara. Yes, yeah. For all we know, the Radiant Fist could be an old name for Peller. Oh, and like maybe he fought the weird shadow shit, yeah. Or, good. or maybe he just un underwent the similar. Uh, well, for now, let's call it rebranding. That mm. Major Ooh. Raymond's underwent. Oh, Ivar, that's. I love that because mm. you know, the theory I have is 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 good, but like if there was other ones that did it as well, then oof. Yeah, yeah, like that. Pelor is like a, now a face in in the sky in jewelry, but maybe he was a fist originally. Maybe. Oh, that's good. I like that. Are and then that would all... turn all the religions on their head. Could be. That's true. Are all the roads from the crossroads like in equal disrepair, or do any look like yeah. recently used? Okay. Yeah, um, pretty similar to the one you've walked so far. Cool. Matches where it's completely just grass now or whatever, but the thing is more traveled recent times anyway. Okay, let's uh let's have a go. Yeah. Uh northward, I guess. We should so. probably be careful of boulets again cuz yeah. imagine though. Yeah. We'll probably be a bit more yeah. in the open after this. If he wants around too. Yeah. We're going to be on it. Excellent. So making your way north from the crossroads passing um the alehouse and the rampant bear. You can now as you're getting slightly away from the crossroads, you can look up and now see what you think is the Radiant Fist Monastery, where the oh. sun is hanging in the sky in the distance. It is shining brightly upon this white stoned walled encampment, um, which the road gently leads up a winding hill towards. With your new destination in sight, we will leave it there for this episode of Adventuring for Dummies. Ooh, yay. <laughs> Lights, but light, light uh, cliffhanger. <laughs> no, um, so, yeah, we'll leave it there for this week. And any last thoughts, feelings, emotions? It's good to be uh, back out. Yeah. <laughs> nice to go for a walk in nature. <laughs> <laughs> Don't see you walking children in nature. Um, <laughs> drag race comments today. Any other thoughts, feelings, emotions? I was convinced there was going to be a knoll in one of the buildings, so... 
I was just ready for like a wolf or something to like attack us and then like for one of us to like fall into the basement where the mold was and I was like oh god it's gonna be terrible I I do like that we have that uh, spare the dying cantrip scroll because like worst case scenario even if Gwen's down Ivor could potentially use that with his feet yes yes Uh, scrolls are readable well those scrolls are readable by anyone not just not, not the ones I make oh right 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 yeah well, the one the ones I get free, the free ones I get, I can only read those. But the ones I make make are for everyone. But I can actually use my uh, proficiencies and stuff with that as well. Nice. Potentially pass the check that to use it. Oh yeah, I used to do that as well. Hey, it's counter easy check, right? Um... Yeah, very likely. But you never you never know. <laughs> you never <laughs> know <laughs> when someone's about to die, possibly. <laughs> Better to have the benefit than not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. If there is nothing else burning, uh, we will leave it there for this week. And we will pick up there next week as we head towards the uh, the Radiant Fist Monastery. Again, another thing I write down and sounds really cool, and then I try to say it and I mess it up. Uh, <laughs> yes, so that heading to sounds the, cool. That's good. <laughs> uh, the, can't say it well. Uh, so yeah, heading to the Radiant Fist Monastery on the next episode. So until that time next week, we will see them. So it's a goodbye for me. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. We would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.